0: Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for taking the time to download or stream the Be Our Guest podcast. Always glad when you're spending some time with us here for some fun Disney talk. Pam, Scott, and I are spending the day on Castaway Key with Disney Cruise Line and, of course, the Be Our Guest podcast cruise, but we're never going to leave you without a podcast. So we have one here. Listener questions. Scott joins me. and We, of course, recorded this one just a bit early And we have some great questions. We have a fun discussion about MCO, Orlando International Airport, and whether it is really the greatest airport in the world when you break it down logistically. I think you'll enjoy that discussion today. We also talk about the current wait times going through TSA if you're headed down there this summer. We talk about scheduling a fireworks dessert party on the last night of your vacation combining ADRs at Ohana so that maybe you can sit together if you have two separate ADRs at different times, relaxing things to do outside the parks with little kids, and much more coming your way on today's podcast. As always, today's show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. The agents over at The Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan an awesome Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. Just swing by the website over at themagicforless.com. Fill out that free, no obligation quote form and an agent will get back to you right away and the planning will begin. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That's one extra click that really supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BRGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be our Guest podcast. You allow us to put out multiple shows a week. So thank you very much for that. And you can support us as well, starting at just $5 a month for all these podcasts. And you'll get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us, please come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on
0: our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,315 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great weekend. Pardon us if you hear seagulls in the background or waves lapping up against the microphone because myself and my co-host today, we're chilling out. It, Castaway Key on Disney's private island. Actually, we're doing some work today because we do have a free throw contest uh, pending right now over at uh, what's that called, Scott? The place where we uh, what's that? It
1: is called In The Shade. In The Shade. That's
0: right. We're going to be there. This is ago. a great
1: place for a fair-skinned guy like me. <laughs>
0: Yes, you got to get out the tram where the, the tram guy says, make sure you put on your sunscreen, man, and stay uh, hydrated. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a big day at Castaway Key with our podcast listeners. We're in the middle of the podcast cruise, but we're never going to leave you here without a podcast, and we're going to have listener questions here because if you're not on the ship with us, well, next time, join us. We're going to have fun. But we're going to keep you here with listener questions. Having fun. Thanks for downloading the show. Scotty G joining me. I'm sure we're uh having a blast on the Disney Wish. What's up, Scott? Happy Wednesday.
1: Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Castaway Key Day, one of the one of the most unique things right about a Disney cruise. There's so many great things with the characters, the all the entertainment offerings, but there's something like that private island, Castaway Key that I absolutely love. So, looking forward to Mike like having lunch with the with all our listeners that are sailing with us. We're going to have that fun event where can you beat scotty g at a free throw shooting contest at in shade we're going to be at the beach having some cocktails it's going to be an awesome day and um yeah i'm just having a great cruise right now
0: funniest thing about about uh shooting basket shooting free throws specifically is that because i played high school basketball for my first couple of years and i played in middle school and like Corey, you know elementary and my dad was my coach for a while and so He always made us shoot free throws at the end. You know, it was like he had like the Indiana kind of philosophy. Like you, at the end of practice when you were exhausted, you had to shoot 100 free throws. And so I was a really good free throw shooter back in the day. But I'll tell you what, like I've gotten old and I haven't picked up a basketball in years. I cannot shoot a free throw anymore. (laughs) Like So I went up to meet Paige in Chicago a couple weekends ago, and she gave us the tour of the UIC practice facility. So we had the entire practice gym, which is awesome, up at UIC. And so I said, "Give me a ball. I want to shoot some free throws." My first free throw, dude, air ball from the free throw line. <laughs> I was like, oh, "Dude, man. my ego was like." I, I couldn't, and I was shooting with a girl's ball, like a women's ball. It was terrible. It, so, I'm Good not, not going to win. It's more
1: like the arcade style shooting free throw. Oh, you know, it's dude. a little bit. I think actually now I'm trying to remember because I remember the last time we did this, you and I were there, and there was like these. Like a dad and his two sons and they were wearing like North
0: Carolina Tar heel jerseys. Oh, dude. I remember that. They, and I was
1: like, all right, well, I'm Michigan State, man. Like like we got we got a battle here. And like those I mean, those guys can ball a little bit. <laughs> like I remember that.
0: So what's that mean? You never play cards against a guy who's named after like a city or something and, and never, never have a free throw contest against anybody in a North Carolina Jersey
1: or, uh, or Michigan State. I'm just saying like, about your free throws. I think I told you this before. Tom Izzo preaches free throw shooting because there's the story where at his high school in Iron Mountain, Michigan, he missed the front end of a one-on-one that cost him the high school championship. So ever since then, he shoots like a hundred free throws a day because he just never wants to miss anymore. And like, he preaches the free throw shooting kind of like what your coach did back in the day. So yeah, but that's it, our sports fix for the day. Right. Is, I mean, we
0: every time we do a show, I apologize. There always goes down the sports, uh, you know, uh, the spiral the spiral there for a few minutes. So thanks for being, you know, thanks for tuning into uh, sports on a, on a Wednesday morning for us. Yes. And by the way, uh, yes, the pirate costume has been sorted out. Kevin is asking here in the live chat on Facebook. Cause we record live. It is it is out for delivery, according to Amazon. going to arrive within the next 15 minutes, according to my phone.
1: Uh, you'll be wearing it tonight as the the night this episode drops. Yeah, it too.
0: should be interesting because I'm cheap. Uh, it is a pirate costume, men's pirate costume, but it, I did not splurge for the expensive one. I went for the cheap one. So I'm just hoping that darkness covers um, the cheapness of my costume because I, I did want to dress up, but it, I did not want to spend a lot of money. So it's uh, it's going to be not pretty. So we'll see.
1: Not to get off topic or like on a tangent here, but I just can't get excited for Pirate Night. You know, that's I, I love the fireworks, but the show is like really long, and I don't know. Like, I just can't like dress up for it. Too, kudos for you! Like, I know you always got like the the wig. And you now, see, I found the wig. I do that.
0: have the wig. I found the yeah. wig. Yeah, but that was but, like,
1: back in the day. I would wear like. I would try to write, wear like a a pirate looking shirt. And now I've just given up. I'll do the bandana. Liz will put the bandana on me. And that's about it. I do for pirate night. But it is, I mean, it's a fun night. Just for me, I just can't dress up for it for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I got to. I got to fix that. Like maybe I should quick order a pirate costume. Sure, for, man. I'm telling you, yeah. I,
0: I, I'm planning on not shaving that day. Cause I shave every morning, but maybe I have a little stubble going. I, I don't know. It's uh, wow. it, I do enjoy, I, yeah, I enjoy like the Jack Sparrow, like off the, off the smokestack kind of thing and fireworks. So we'll see. Yeah. It, it's, it's some fun. Okay. So let's get to the questions. That's why here's, you know, stop talking about this stuff. Everybody's saying, I'm sure. Um, we have a question here actually about magic bands and Scott, if you didn't know he is Mr. Magic band, if he's not hashtag Scotty he's hashtag Mr. Mm-hmm. Magic band. And a uh, question comes in from, uh, Kate and Benjamin. They're over in the UK and says, Hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott question, quick magic band question. I think Kate's in the chat actually right now. Uh, we are coming over for an Epic split stay in August. The middle of our trip includes the star cruiser, which includes standard magic bands. Hubby and I will have watches and phones for our first week, but do you think it'd be a good value for the money to get a magic band plus for our seven-year-old who loves scavenger hunts to use for the first week before we get our star cruiser bands? Thanks, Kate and Benjamin. So would you splurge for the seven-year-old to get a magic band plus to do the scavenger hunts and all the plus stuff?
1: No, that's a great question. And, at that age i think it's 100 percent absolute yes because one thing about that age too is like with the variety of the options for the magic Band plus like that could be like a cool thing for the seven-year-old to just kind of look at all the options like oh i want this or i want that or because like i like this character or i like this theme so it breaks it so they can kind of like personalize it in that way instead of like just getting like a generic color and if they want a generic color they can obviously do that too but i like that idea and yeah because use it because there's cool things that happen with it I know like we're past the 50th, but Mike, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but those gold statues are still out, and I think they still interact with those bands if you run into them, or am I wrong there, Mike? No, I think they do. I
0: mean, last time I was down there, what's funny is (laughs) when you're running a race, this is kind of a tangent. When you're running a race, like they'll zap you when you're not expecting it. Especially in Epcot, the one that always got me was the one when you're going down the heart of Epcot, like going from Future World or from a World Showcase to uh, to Future World or what you know the old part. Um, And you're coming up on uh, can uh, well, it used to be Mouse Gears, now it's uh, Creations. There's one right there that gets you every. It gets me. every. A figment. It's figment. It gets me every. And I think it's my, you know, I think it's my watch. So I'm like, okay, am I getting a notification? Nope. It's just a statue. And uh, yeah, but I think they are still active, but you're right. I, I think like a seven year old, What you know, you do, you're going to the star cruiser. You're spending quite a bit of money, you know, or actually pounds. You're spending quite a bit of pounds. I want to be correct here. I want to make sure I make you feel at home.
1: But there's cool things like with firework shows, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Like, d- yeah, I opening, use my Opening, opening the cars. door to your room yeah. and, like, just all the color flashy things that it does. Like, I think it's a cool thing. And not even if they didn't do those functions, I think they look cooler than the old Magic Bands do, too. They're kind of bigger, has some cool style, it, some cool color options. So I would 100% get that Magic Band Plus for the seven-year-old.
0: Mike Rollman even bought four Disney Bands for his family. I mean, for this cruise that we're on right now and paid over $100 for these suckers. So, yes, do it because, you know, it's all the fun. You, you, you don't want to have regrets. Go all in. You're 99%. You're over 99% there. Get it. You'll, you'll be Enjoy happy. that Star
1: Cruiser. One. That's oh. going to be one of the last offerings, which is crazy yes. to think. So have a great
0: time there. And may the force be with you. Always. All right, and Chad has a question. Hey, from OKC down Oklahoma City way. Uh, have you heard anything about the wait times for security at MCO? Traveling in two weeks, July fourteenth to the eighteenth. Actually, really soon. Uh, with several who do not have TSA. Last October, the wait was almost two and a half hours. So I don't have TSA. You do you? I do. You do. I do. Fancy. <laughs> uh, see, I, I should be knocking on wood cause I'm getting ready to go. You know, actually I'll be heading back through here shortly. Um, I've always had good luck, but I, I'm a super early get to the airport guy. Actually, we'll talk about the kind of logistics of our traveling habits on Monday show. Um, and I don't have TSA, but I really don't have problems, but I do pack my patience. I've n- I have seen super long lines. I go through Southwest. I go into that gate. Uh, but. I haven't heard terrible things lately, but again, summer crowds and I, but I mean, two and a half hours, I, I, I don't know. Like I go through Southwest and I've never seen that kind of crowds, but I've seen it on the other side. I, like, you know, like you got the two sides, you go through the Southwest side. I've seen long lines, but I've never seen the crazy lines that I've seen on the other side because I've seen people lined up in that food court area. Like way, way down to get through yeah. security. I don't know what the deal is with that other half, but uh, do you know Yeah, I think about that? I think the thing with MCO is always like
1: just pack your patience if you don't have TSA pre-check. I mean, I don't think it makes a difference whether it's in the middle of summer. Actually, I think that's going to be better than around like the holidays, to be honest. Um, I think the summer is one of the slower times, but there's so many attractions. Like It's just not Disney, right? So it's bringing a lot of travelers, but just pack your patience in. I always like to show up two hours before. Even before I had TSA PreCheck, that was my number. Two hours before, and I felt pretty comfortable with that. So, And there's an app, too. Like You can go online and check their, their wait times, too. They're really good about posting those. If you follow their Twitter account or you go to their website, they'll give you an idea of what those wait times are. So before, like the day of that you're heading down, I would just keep my eye on that. And then if it starts to skyrocket and it looks really bad, then make your way to the airport a little earlier.
0: And MCO actually has a way you can pre-book your going through to, now i've never done this i always say i will but it's one of those things that just skips my mind with everything that i have going on when i go and i should do this but if you go on because they have a really good strong social media game now i saw you and you and matt parish going back and forth about what you thought of mco's airport in general kind of i'm group. not a
1: fan of. i'm not a fan of their airport. you had
0: a hot take do you want to talk let's qu- let's give 30 <laughs> seconds about this that you think th- Matt had some strong had some good points because with with MCO now they here's the thing, MCO has a very strong social media game. Like they are really good about engaging the travelers and making you feel positively about their airport because they do a lot of good things. Like they have the dogs, you know, and they have their dogs on there. They're always doing positive, you know, punny kind of posts and stuff like that. I I really I, I appreciate what they do. They really do have a good way to spin you know, their their destination. Plus, when you go there, you're typically very excited because you're going to Walt Disney World, you're going to Universal, you're going on a cruise. Like, you're typically not going into MCO for any kind of a bad reason. You're not going there for a business trip. You're going there to have fun. So you're usually excited for that. That's an exciting destination. But when you do separate that, the logistics of it, you are usually walking a long way to get to your bags, to get to your ground transportation. You know, you are putting some miles. And so I think you and Matt were going back and forth. And I never really thought about it that way. until you guys had the conversation on social Yeah. Me and Matt were
1: on the same page. And our friend, Mike um, from Radio on. he was on board with this too. It's like, I, I love Orlando area. You know, I love going to Walt Disney World. And like you were saying, this is not, and I'm not trying to be negative to the people that run their social media account or run the operation there at MCO, but I do think it's an awful airport. <laughs> I really do. And I think people, because you see people love it, like, oh, yeah, MCO. Like, I got to take a photo of the carpet and all that. You know, people get really excited about it. And the reason they do is because it means they're on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, what you were just saying, like, it's the excitement of being there. But, like, the logistics of that airport, I swear it's, like, still, like, in the 1980s there with that carpet, the smell, the way you have to navigate. Like, you got to go up five flights of an escalator just across one little path and you have to go back down and you have to go through another tunnel here to get to the car. I mean, there's so much stuff going on that I just, I think it's awful. And then someone that flies Delta, I know you don't fly Delta, Mike, their Delta wing is horrendous. (laughs) There's like six um what's the word gates there's six gates and they all are leaving at the same time this could be part of delta's uh, the way they do their operation too but it gets so congested there there's like two food courts stand i mean there's two food options and like half the time they're not open one of them's a burger king and it's never open so you have to go with like this nathan's like sandwich place which is awful like i don't know i just it just like i the idea of leaving mco like always like gives me like nightmares it's like oh my god i gotta go to mco and deal with all this but the excitement of being on vacation is what makes people really like it. I think.
0: Yeah, it was an interesting take because I always get excited to go to MCO. Like I'm pumped. Like I love. Again, I'm new to flying though because I was scared to fly forever. So flying is a, Flying is actually part of the vacation for me. Like I love getting on the airplane. I love looking down, seeing the geography of our beautiful country. I love that. Like that's yeah. that's super. But when I thought about it, you guys have valid points. Like. Because I've flown into Long Beach, to, you should
1: fly to Tampa. See what you think know, of that. One?
0: I Yeah, I did when I was a little kid once. I remember because <laughs> there's a, a little monorail there too. Um, but I do, you know, like when I flew into Long Beach, like that was such an eye-opening experience, right? Like you just got off, like you actually got off like on a flight of stairs. Like they brought the stairs out, you got off outside, you got your bags right there, and bam, you were out of there. Like I was like, this is wild. And even my home airport of St. Louis, which we'll talk about again on Monday, we'll kind of talk logistics. But you know, things are close. Like you don't. It's not a spread but I mean, it's a huge airport. You know, I, I get
1: it. and it gets. I say this about Disney's hotel rooms. I know we're like really like going off topic here, but like Disney's hotel rooms take a beating, right? Because there's so many people that are in those rooms. You know that I mean their capacity. I mean their occupancy rate is so high. And I think about that with the MCO airport, the occupancy rate is so high. Like like there's people always in the constantly in the restrooms. There's people constantly doing this and that. Like it takes a beating, and it's hard to like keep that up and looking pretty all the time i think it's really tough on their staff to do that so not a knock at them but i think it's just because so many travelers go through there it's just it's just rough i really wanted to see detroit's delta terminal mike and then you would just be a, i think you would be amazed at like the difference between mco and Detroit. It's like it is unbelievably night and day be- between those
0: two well there was even a big difference when i flew that one time frontier out of mco that that part of the airport from southwest like the southwest area of mco was a lot better than the frontier the frontier was just like it was it was like a nut house down that area yeah. i was i was like wow it was like a free for all down there i couldn't yeah. believe it like it was like it just felt like it was a different airport i was like this is wild down here i don't want to ever be in this part of the airport again it just felt like everybody was i don't know it was like people were like roughhousing and it just felt like it was chaos down there it's like <laughs> i was like i don't get it, it cuz it's yeah. the same airport same people uh, anyway okay <laughs> Enough of that. That was, I was how we got on that. But there we go. Right, that's what we thanks do. for that great question. Yes, thanks <laughs> for the great question. All right. Matt Z's got a question. Going for a week in March, going to be a more relaxed and less parks because of our two young kids. They're three and one. Lots of pool time. Any other activities you can recommend outside of the parks for staying at Wilderness Lodge? By the way, Matt Z, he is a expert snacker, park snacker, uh, formerly. Uh, did that for years and it was great great uh it was, resource it was
1: a great great app that he had going on there
0: absolutely yeah. really helped us all kind of snack better which i mean that's pretty great um so he knows where to find his snacks but what would you say Scott? i mean guys' staying at wilderness lodge what a great you are a huge fa- I, I just gotta say this because you are gonna nail this you're a gigantic huge fan of the wilderness lodge uh villas pool because we had a great day there once during covid the
1: villas <laughs> pool is so good and i if i recall because i know matt's been on for like trip reports i think he might be a DVC member. i think he is i think yeah so definitely take up so he's he's probably familiar with that pool i would hope so but yeah that is just a great pool like great this is kind of underrated thing we've talked we kind of talked about this when we did our um a, a recent draft episode or a future draft episode depending on when these episodes come out <laughs> i
0: can't remember anymore <laughs> but,
1: but the um i love the bathrooms at that pool too like it has like a nice shower nice changing area like which i think is kind of like an underrated thing sometimes you know, and, and it's nice and heated too. So like, I I just love that pool. Uh, And then you got the Geyser point, you can order like Geyser point food while you're at it. So great spot to be there, but Mike, I think, you know, where I'm going, this is like, tends to be my go-to. And I know with those two young kids, this might be a little challenging, but I love the mini golf option. Um, I just love going mini golf. And if if the kids are that young, like maybe you have one in a sling or something like the one-year-old, like, I mean, they don't have to play and walk around, but it's something kind of cool. You get to see a different part of the, the whole Walt Disney world resort. You get, if you're at Fantasia gardens, you get the great view of like the backside of the Hollywood studios. You see that tower of terror over there. So maybe not the best thing with the young kids, but that's an option that out there and there's that play area too, right? Mike, that's kind of by the Swan and dolphin. You cross the road and go to that Mm -hmm. play area too.
0: Yeah. You know, they could totally do that. And I'm also thinking, you know, just go over to the boardwalk and just walk around. That's kind of a chill place. You could get the kids ice cream. You could, a lot of times, especially, you know, March, spring break time, the weather's great, and, you know, at nighttime, early evenings even, because with the kids, you don't want to stay out too late. They have those, like, live entertainers that are doing, like, magic tricks. You know, stuff like that, because you could get a snack, you know, maybe get a pizza, sit out there on the boardwalk, ice cream, magic tricks, and call it a night. You know, that's
1: yeah, lo- that's Yeah, love the resort hopping idea. Maybe uh, go over to Kidani Village, have a meal at Sanaa, and then, like, go out on those trails like you can look you can do a lot of great animal viewing you can learn about animals while you're there maybe do some of their activities that they offer at the lodge too so that would be another great thing to do too
0: absolutely have a good time man this is the best I, you know we're recording this before we leave for the podcast cruise, obviously because we're on the ship right now but or are sitting on the beach hopefully or more likely sitting at cookies cookies too um but you know those are my favorite right just being able to chill i mean as much as the theme parks are so much fun they are but man the, it's just so nice to just relax i've gone through phases so, so
1: like your family grows and changes you're right so like and matt's kind of like at this point too but they're like super young so maybe they're not in the parks all the time like when i started my daughter was like three or four so we were very kind of park heavy those first few years and now we just slow things down you know and you're you're the same way michael i just love pool days i was just telling you like i fly at the, at the time of recording right now i fly down tomorrow And I'm not worried about rushing to get to a park. The first thing I'm doing is going to the pool (laughs) and I'm just going to chill out for a few hours. It's just, yeah. Taking advantage of those things, like take advantage of the resort offerings is, is huge to me. And uh, I think you guys are going to have a great time there in March, Matt.
0: Yeah. I mean, same thing. Like we're flying down on Saturday, getting there, like their flight lands at nine, nine Oh five AM. We have zero on the schedule for Saturday. I mean, you know how great that is? Like that, that is the, we have no tickets until we get on the cruise. Like, people might say that's terrible. Like to me, that is amazing. Like the only thing, pool time going around to the resorts, going to Disney Springs and then getting on a cruise. I do not want tickets for those first day and a half. Like I just want to, cause I mean, I've, you know, like it's been a really busy season the last month with travel to just not have a computer in front of me and to just sit at the pool and, and like pages flying down. She's landing at like 1030 that morning. Like to be able to hang out and talk to my daughters and my wife, like without having a computer in my lap. <laughs>
1: Dude. And I love what Williams is saying here, too, because everyone like vacation is different. So he's, he's a little bit older than me, but he loves the being open to close. And you know what? Like, it's funny, Mike. Like, I don't, you'll probably do this on this trip, too, because you'll have Paige there and Mallory and Pam, which is, you know, the four you don't travel down there a lot. And there is something fun about doing that open to close every now and then, too. Like, it just, it sparks like something for me. Like, oh, this is how I fell in love with the parks. Like, stay into the Magic Kingdom till midnight, you know? So there will definitely be like a day or two of those that in my trip. But there's less of those now, I got to admit, because we're trying to enjoy other things. But yeah, I love the open to close, too, because those days are just a blast. I mean, you're tired at the end of it, but they are fun.
0: They are. But man, I tell you what, I could run a marathon better than I can do those days anymore. (laughs) 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 Marathons only five hours. Okay, five and a half these days. Diane has a question. Question on after-hours parties. Is the check-in for the event only at the main entrance of Epcot, or can you check in at the International Gateway? Wondering if I can walk over from the boardwalk or if I should take the bus. Have you ever done that party, Scott? Because that's your- So it's a
1: brand new party, but I did watch a vlog. One of my favorite Disney vloggers actually did this, and I don't watch- I'm not like up to date on a lot of this stuff, but I happened to watch this vlog because I was interested in it.
0: The, the so next thing you a- know, you're going to be a vlogger yourself. So be careful. Exactly.
1: maybe that'd be kind of fun, but he was already in the park before the party started. And he was already back like deep in the world showcase. So he popped over the international gateway and was able to get the, uh, the, the, what you needed for the party. So yeah, you can enter from both entrances for sure.
0: Dang. Just, see, that's, keeps, that helps our average answer time right there. That was a quick one. Cause the other ones have been like 15 minutes. Cause each. we spent like six minutes. <laughs> <talking> <laughs> exactly. about well, that's awesome. Good job. <laughs> Diana. There you go. Morgan's got a question. Hey, Mike and Scott, do you have to sign up to run the five k on castaway key or do you just run at your own leisure? Or leisure, Uh interested in doing it when we go on the wish in November. If it's at your leisure, any tips on what time of the day to run it? First of all, I can get into the second part as soon as possible because it it does get hot there. In November it'll be much better. We're the idiots Maybe. running. We're the idiots running it on the Fourth of July. <laughs> oh my Every god! Every year it
1: seems like Mike. I don't know why we always. Have a cruise I don't over know, these but days.
0: I can tell you what. Right now as we're recording here, the air temperature is 100 degrees in St. Louis. There's a heat, excessive heat warning, and I just walked out to my deck, and I was like, oh, the sun. I just, I walked right back in because I had to get the cushion because it might rain. I got the cushion off my lounger because I didn't want to get wet. I'm just like, Whoa. I, I can't beautiful. be outside
1: for a different, like I can't breathe. Like, like, so yeah.
0: We just need to get on a cruise ship to get like yeah. sea breezes and fresh air. That's why I just keep telling my wife. Like <laughs> I need a breeze. I need to not be like 115 heat index. And I need like not smoke. Like yeah. thanks. The air quality here was like over
1: 210 and it's Ugh. like, if you're out there for a certain amount of time, it's like the equivalent of smoking a cigarette. Like it's yeah. crazy. No, it's what
0: they. Yeah, the last night on the news, they said that if you were outside yesterday, you smoked five cigarettes. I'm yeah. like, thanks, Canada, dude. No, <laughs> I'm an asthmatic. I've I've not smoked my whole life for a reason. Yeah. No, I love you guys in Canada. Yeah, I know. I know. I love because I know I they're Canada. having it worse than us. I've been praying yeah. for them every night. Sure. I do seriously pray for their safety. But, but you know, Canadians. Like, I are so feel nice.
1: we. I never it feels weird going to Florida for a guy in Michigan in the middle of summer. Cause our summers are just gorgeous in mm. Michigan. And then you go to all the heat and humidity in Florida, but I'm telling you, I'm excited just because I want some better air. quality. It's going to be
0: better down there. <laughs> get so. away, get away. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, anyway,
1: but, what are we talking dude. about? Castaway. Key, so, the, What, what
0: have you heard about this? Cause I'm not the, the, what it used to be, you did sign up anytime yep. at the uh, registration desk. They had like a meeting in the, in the nightclub they tell you kind of the course layout and everybody meet and walk out you'd be the first ones off the ship i think it is still on your own though
1: yeah so morgan we're gonna have a better answer in a couple weeks when we come back from the ship uh, i'm sure we're gonna address this like on some type of trip report or whatever but from my knowledge because i did this last year so this is based on last year uh, you did do it on your own you just um you just you still signed up you just kind of went up to the I don't know if you've done it before, but there's like a little shack kind of where the start line is where you can like rent bikes and rent um, like tubes and things for the ocean. And that's kind of like their sports recreation recreation area. And you just kind of tell them, hey, I'm going to run this race. They're like, okay, like just go whenever. So then I went and did the race and I came back. I told them I finished and then then they gave me my medal. It was like super chill, just which I liked, Mike, to be honest, because like remember how it used to be? It felt like a run Disney race. Everyone's kind of like corralled up, you know, know, and everyone's going off at the same time. Like I kind of like just doing it on my own and just not really having anyone around me, which was nice, you know? So I hope, and I think that's how it's still going to be, but we will absolutely confirm in two weeks.
0: So be honest. Did you do the second loop?
1: I a hundred percent did my, Cause it killed hit, me. okay. Cause I was saying, I got my watch time. I got my Garmin okay, watch then, to prove that I did two
0: loops because just for those people who have never done the castaway key five K you go around, but you have to do this big jungle loop twice. And it's very; it would be very easy if you're not an honest person to just yeah. do the jungle loop one time, head out to Serenity Bay, come back, finish up the race, and probably nope. do about one. I went 7. back into
1: the jungle when I came back from the. I think it's like that. I call it the tarmac because I think it's like the old airport. Yeah, the airstrip. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, um, massive. I I went back
1: into the jungle, Mike, and did another loop.
0: Yeah, the jungle. I'm already having nightmares. Okay. It'll be, it'll be, no, because we have a lot of people. We'll, we'll but yeah, and Mike it.
1: said the, the earlier the better because it's just going to get hotter as the day goes. But like, I mean, that's how it used to be too, right? You, the people that did that 5K actually were the first ones off the ship. Yeah. Like you would actually start early, which is kind of a cool advantage because sometimes you could get your uh, beach chair, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yep. snack for the day too. It gave you motivation protein. to
0: run fast. Exactly. Because <laughs> you'd be finishing up as kind of the first people were coming down on the tram and you'd try to beat them to the beach. Yep. But yeah, but I do like the
1: new way I, you can, or, I mean, you can go whenever if you wanted like do it before you like went back on the ship. It's kind of cool, you know, cause then you're just going to go back on take a shower. Like that's kind of a cool way to do it. But however, whatever works for you.
0: And shout out to Cheryl who's headed over from Europe tomorrow as we're recording safe travels over and Stacy can't wait to see you on the ship. As we're on the ship right now, as the show comes out. Okay, Adrian's got a question. Hey, Mike, a podcast crew, BOGP super fan here. I recently joined the Patreon and have been uh, having the best time catching up on the Mike in the Midwest shows. We are close in age, and your podcast take me back to my childhood and always make me smile. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. We have a trip coming up in August, and our ADR window opened today. We're bringing friends who have never been to Disney before. We were able to make most of our reservations for parties of four, but Ohana... Only had tables of two available. That's interesting, because that's big. I, I didn't know they had tables of two at O'Hana to be honest. But okay, continuing. We have separate reservations for 11:15 and 11:55. What are the chances that all four of us could arrive at 11:15 and get seated near each other? I don't want to inconvenience the staff or be a pain, but figured it was worth asking. In any case, uh, have any of you tried that before? I also have a tough Disney choice for you. We want to do a fireworks dessert party on our last day. Should we do Seats and Sweets, at Tomorrowland Terrace, got to be careful of that one, or Post Fireworks Party? We can't decide, so we'd love any advice. Thanks for all you do for the Disney community. Adrienne is in New York. Okay, first of all, the, the two... <laughs> Okay, that's that's really kind of bugging me. At Ohana, they have they only have reservations for two. Like I've never seen a table for two at Ohana in my life. If you? I like, think those ones on the window kind of are. Are they?
1: But because it's weird, they actually they're like they fit three people, which is weird because like it used to be perfect for my family because they would the the table would be pushed against the window, so you have two on one end and then the one on the other, and then obviously the window would be the other side, so it worked for tables of three. So I think those might be the tables of two. That they're talking about when i think Ohana.
0: i think big groups like seriously i've yeah. always thought of big groups that's weird yeah but,
1: but um so 11 15 11 so i mean you know you know how this rolls, mike i mean there's nothing guaranteed right yeah, you just right. kind of get up get up there early maybe get there around 11 and just kind of explain the situation ohana is a pretty popular restaurant especially for like the breakfast time there too so they'll do what they can but there's no guarantees but they'll they'll do their best to try to accommodate to have the two tables close by
0: yeah <laughs> Again, my best advice is get there probably for the 1115, get there at 11 o'clock, even get there 15 minutes before the first reservation. Super excited. Like, I, this is the reservation I've been wanting. Like, I came to Walt Disney World to eat at Ohana, you know, oversell it to the to the host or hostess. And then, you know, we got two reservations. We tried, man. I tried, I tried, I tried to get four. I just couldn't do it. Is there anything you can do? And they're going to want to try to make your day. That, that's Human nature. And if they can, they will. And they probably can.
1: And then eleven fifty five is probably like I had to imagine one of the last times for breakfast. So I feel like the restaurant's gonna be thinning out maybe a little bit then. So I think I think the I think it's in your favor. Just go up there early, like Mike said, and just ask.
0: And Charles got a good good point here in the live chat. She says Spect Ohana would be able to accommodate, but I would try to adjust the reservation on the day of because the new cancellation policy. It could yeah. be an opening, so just keep playing with it on the day of because people do. That's it. a
1: great call, right. yeah. Just always look. Something people, there's so many people that travel the Walt Disney World that make reservations that they're constantly making changes or cancellations. So, like, yeah, that's that's a great tip for any type of ADR that you're trying to get. Just keep looking and checking.
0: And what would you do though? You're a big fan of like a big thing on the last night. Like, we went to Disneyland the last day, we did uh, Boo Bayou, which was oh man, perfect. I still if I had a dollar better. for every time you said that man, I can't, that I can't help it, it man that was like it was I like, got that was the best thing ever like I still I will never you nailed it that day like you are my best bud man and you just like I will never forget that because Disneyland was like the perfect trip and it couldn't have gotten any better than that day sitting there with my family my bud his family we're in Blue Bayou, man. We're having hurricanes in Monte Carlo, or Monte Carlos, Monte Cristos. Monte Carlos, Monte Cristos. We're having Monte Cristos in a Monte Carlo. Get,
1: I might have to go to Cheddar's tonight
0: for <laughs> there, there was, It I was just, I was like, this, it can't get better. But I mean, okay, so give her some advice. The last day, fireworks dessert party in the t- Tomorrowland Terrace or a post-fireworks party.
1: So is the post, I think the post I, I think fireworks it's the is still in post. the Terrace, right? Like you just switch, like you do the fireworks... You do the desserts first, then the fireworks, or vice versa, I think is what you're saying. I
0: think so, because I, yep. I never do the parties. I did I did it once, the one at the Tomorrowland Terrace, though party, it, it was awesome, but I did it pre.
1: I would do the fireworks first and then go do the desserts. I think that's kind of a fun way to do it. Like, you know, you get the entertainment there, you get excited, you're in a good mood after watching all that, and then you go do the desserts afterward, and then maybe have a little more fun in the Magic Kingdom afterwards, just depending on the park hours. That's the way I would do it. And I love closing the trip off that way. You guys are going to have an awesome time.
0: Because what it does, it makes the last day or the last night of the trip not so depressing. It gives you something to look forward to at the end of the trip. Otherwise, you're counting down. You're like, oh, the trip's coming to an end. But if you have something really cool at the end, you're excited about the end. Now, after that, too bad, so sad. But
1: Yeah, for us, it was um, the Disneyland fireworks. Because out in Disneyland, man, the fireworks, you never know what's going to happen. The winds are crazy out there. So... I think the fireworks got canceled in our last night with that blue Bayou dinner, but that's all right. We still made the most of it. We went on Casey's train and that, that made it all up.
0: Yeah. That is the dude that all of us in a, Oh, you know what?
1: The fireworks did go on. We saw them for the Matterhorn. That's what it was. We were on the Matterhorn when the fireworks went off. That was actually like a cool way
0: to end the, the Disneyland. But all of us were in the, the monkey car, like in the, the, the monkey cage car on the Casey Jr. train. That was, that was another epic memory. I can't believe we did that. That was, that was the best picture. We'll have to pull that out. Okay. Uh, last question of the day. Cause, uh, again, free throws cookies to ocean. Maybe Castle, even like 5k. Well, that's behind us by now. I hope. Maybe I, not. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, maybe they're maybe listening like, super early. I don't know. I remember
1: it, I told Brooke, I would do it twice because I think she has like an excursion that morning. Like they're doing like, two. the. You,
0: you got to watch what you say, dude, be careful. That's I'm telling dude, you,
1: I, I, with all the eating, I could probably use another 5k Mike. I'm just saying,
0: well, I'm getting up and doing something early on the treadmill before the 5k, but I'm doing it inside. Cause I'm not, you're playing, you're, you're, you're playing with fire. When you get out there, I'm telling you, you I run. I have State experience. Lose. I know. Okay. All right. I might do it with you. We'll see. Okay. John Rose. I believe John is uh, my good buddy down in the, in the Ozarks down in uh he's a great mural painter. Down in the Ozarks, down by Branson. He's amazing. But he says, hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Ep Scott, my Disney friends. Uh, My wife and I have stayed at Pop three times now, two times before having kids and once with two kids. We now have a family of five and are planning for when our youngest is three and have outgrown Pop, which really breaks my heart, he says. (laughs) I get it. We have been considering Port Orleans Riverside or Caribbean Beach because they each have the fifth sleeper option and they are the most affordable. I never hear anything about Caribbean Beach, so really don't know much about it. But the pool looks pretty, uh, pretty rad, and I love that it's a Skyliner resort. We also briefly considered a suite at All Star Music, but not sure. A suite at Art of Animation also looked nice, but we would save money uh, just booking a room at. But we would just save money just booking a room at the Contemporary. Maybe throw a split stay in there. Anyway, Riverside and Caribbean Beach are both front runners. Any suggestions? Which do you prefer? Any positives or negatives? Am I forgetting anything? Thanks, y'all. Love the podcast. Makes mural painting fly by. So that is John down in the Ozarks. Nice. And he is a huge St. Louis Blues fan because... He's been on uh, Twitter as the draft was happening a couple weeks back and just living and dying by people I don't even know who they are. I mean, I like the blues, but I have no idea who these 18 year old kids are in Canada. So, <laughs> but I appreciate his passion. Um, so, I've seen his murals in Branson and I've got my picture taken in front of a couple of them and they're just incredible. So, it, back to John's question. So I, and I feel his pain because once you get into a family of five, then you really got to, you know, your options go either two. you could always do two rooms, but if you're looking for like one room for everybody, you are looking at Riverside, fifth sleeper, Caribbean beach, fifth sleeper, uh, music, family suite, art of animation, family suites. What do you, I mean, I know you're not in that situation. You're kind of the opposite family of three, but what do you think about like Caribbean beach and Riverside? Like compare those two.
1: So yeah, I love those options. Caribbean beach and Riverside. Um, So maybe like six months ago, I would have given a different answer. But my answer is Caribbean Beach all the way. So, I mean, it holds a special place in my heart. It's where my family's first visit was. So in the Jamaica building. So I love Caribbean Beach just for that. It's where the magic began for my family. But those rooms have been like so dated for me. And like, I just need them to be upgraded so badly. But it looks like that might be happening with those little mermaid rooms that they, that they, they got to those pirate rooms and they made those little mermaid. Now that's not guaranteed that you're ever gonna get one of those, right? but there's hopes that that could spread around the resort by the time, you know, you have the three-year-old. So I would hundred percent go with Caribbean beach and you call it. you said it yourself, John, you got the skyliner. Like that is like, in, as you being a pop century person, you know, like that's really important and valuable. And those pools are great. Um, not even just the main pool. Like I love the quiet pools. There's so many quiet pools at Caribbean beach and go to Jamaica, Aruba, like all over the place. They're so nice. And it has an awesome food court too. So, it's kind of a no-brainer for me. I'm going for Rivie Beach all the way.
0: And plus, you can walk over to the Riviera too, especially if you're in Aruba or Jamaica or even Martinique. You can walk over there and eat at Primo Piatto. I mean, you can't swim breakfast. Get our, breakfast, pools, get our right?
1: breakfast sandwich over there.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know just walk over and see it. So yeah, I would go. Riverside is beautiful and it has boat service when there's enough water apparently in the Sescula River, which it's back. So that's good. At least it was at the time of recording. So you can go to Disney Springs, but you're, I, I think you guys are probably going to be more theme parked uh, focused. Mm-hmm. So you probably Skyliner went out. So I would do Caribbean beach as well. So cool stuff. Great questions, Scott. So uh, let's, let's get back to uh vacationing. On let's go back to vacationing,
1: uh, exploring the wish tomorrow. We have a sea day. That oh, is love my the favorite sea day. day on the cruise. Palo tomorrow. Palo brunch. Yes. I know. I was thinking about my shoes. Like, I don't want to bring like the dressiest of shoes, you know? So I'm gonna bring like these like little Clark shoes I have that are like black shoes. They're not like super like tuxedo dressy. I think it's gonna work though.
0: Yeah, I don't I I don't don't. I don't get super dressy, but I'll be dressy. I wish I could
1: wear shorts in there. I wish I could wear like a nice golf golf shorts, you know, but no.
0: Yeah, I'll bring some pants. I think I'll bring my white pants from the last cruise. Maybe.
1: I can't fit in those. I don't know. I haven't tried mine on either. <laughs> I've gained so. some I've some weight since the last cruise, I'm so I'm out on that.
0: I better try those on before we leave the house here uh, in yeah. like 36 hours. That's a good idea. All right.
1: Anyway, we're going to jump they don't fit. Here. I got a pair for you.
0: Dude. I don't know. I'll probably find some Dockers or something. Anyway, but old church or uh, teaching pants is what I call them. All right. So we are going to jump out here. Of course, we'll have a show on Friday. The shows will keep coming in the normal pace. So uh, stand by for those. But uh, don't forget, our show is brought to you always by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link, I believe. Prime Day is July 11th and 12th, and that link will work for Prime Day. So please uh, use it if you shop on that day. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who make all these shows possible. We're never going to leave you without a podcast. And thanks for that support. You also get that bonus show called mike in the midwest like adrian said out in new york and uh it's a bonus show you get every week it's uh so it's patreon.com slash be our guest podcast give scott a follow on social media at @epscott. we're gonna have lots of content as we get back on friday from the podcast cruise i'm at be our guest mike i'll have that content as well and we'll pick up the live shows on sunday night when we get back uh on land and back from Walt disney world so stand by for that all right We'll have a great show for you on Friday. And then on Monday, we're going to have a show, not a trip report. We're going to have a logistics show. We're going to talk about Scott and I actually that week that we get back. We're going to record these early. It's going to be a Mike and Scott week. And I think you're going to enjoy these shows. We kind of went outside the box, but I think you'll kind of enjoy our topics because we have a good time talking Disney with you. So the Monday show, no trip report, but we're going to talk about the logistics of our Walt Disney World trips, about our home airports, about what we do the night before leaving Walt Disney World. What kind of shoes do we use on our vacations? Uh, You know, what are some of our rituals and those kind of things? What do we do to go to the airport at the end of a trip? Things like that. So the things that you might be curious about how we handle the logistics of a Disney trip and then, of course, we can carry that conversation on on the Sunday night show that week to see how you have your rituals for your Disney vacations as well. So we're going to get out of here back to the ocean, back to Cookies too, back to into Shade, maybe Serenity Bay. I don't know if Mallard goes and plays with somebody else. We'll I don't see. know if it
1: exists. i never seen
0: it. I Seriously, I know. The same. So who knows? But until we see you again, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you into Shade.